This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board. Learn more at americasadvancedbiofuel.com. The Senate Appropriations Committee is scheduled to vote on a $151.7 billion spending bill Thursday, funding ag and nutrition programs. The Senate Appropriations Subcommittee on Agriculture approved the bill during a markup this afternoon. It would fund agriculture, rural development, conservation programs, nutrition assistance, and provide resources to fight the opioid crisis. Mandatory funding in this bill totals $128.6 billion, while discretionary funding totals $23.1 billion. Swine slaughter operations will now have another inspection option at their facilities. USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service announced the new swine inspection system through a finalized rule today. Casey Gallimore is Director of Scientific and Regulatory Affairs at the North American Meat Institute. She says the move should provide plants with more flexibility. Every single carcass after slaughter has to be approved by a USDA inspector before it can go into human food. So all the establishments are doing are taking things out of the human food supply before it gets to FSIS. So the easiest way to explain it is the establishment can decide this is not going to go to human food, but only USDA can decide that something will go to human food. They have to give the stamp of approval. Deputy Undersecretary for Food Safety Mindy Brashears says she is 100% confident the modernization will make the process more efficient and lead to a safer food product. It's the right thing to do because we're focusing on our offline inspection activities that actually impact food safety. We don't want visual contamination on the carcass, and we're still looking for that. But as we've moved to HACCP and other uh, technologies that actually impact food safety, it's important that we follow that with our inspection to make sure that we're following them and reduce the amount of pathogens in the food supply. Plants that do not choose to operate using the NSIS option may continue to operate under their existing inspection system with FSIS. The Center for Food Safety opposed the rule and says it will result in more injured workers and undermine FSIS's core mission of protecting the health and welfare of consumers. The first case of African swine fever, a deadly pig virus, has hit South Korea. The disease does not affect humans. According to the Associated Press, South Korea's agriculture minister said today officials detected the disease after confirming tests on five pigs that died Monday night. Officials are planning to kill some 4,000 pigs on the affected farm and two other farms run by the same family. South Korea has some 6,000 farms raising nearly 11 million pigs. Imagine turning soybean oil, used cooking oils, and waste animal fats into fuel so amazing it drives U.S. jobs and our economy forward. Learn more about biodiesel at americasadvancedbiofuel.com. Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley of Iowa says he's waiting to back President Donald Trump's ethanol package until the reallocation proposal is in writing. If it comes out on paper, the way that the White House seemed to agree with us, then I would say we have a win-win situation. A win for maybe even, say, for small refineries legitimately getting a waiver. Grassley and other Midwest senators met at the White House last Thursday. Industry sources tell AgriPulse oil senators are supposed to meet with the president sometime this week.
Biodiesel producers are confident President Trump understands how the industry is impacted by small refinery exemptions. National Biodiesel Board's Kurt Kavarik says top administration officials know the benefits of biodiesel. I'm confident that people in the room recognize the, the value of biodiesel and the role biodiesel plays in the success of the renewable fuel standard and the harm that's been done to the biodiesel industry as a result of the small refinery exemptions. And quite frankly, I'm pleased that, you know, I continue to read stories that are, that are printed by many of you that now no longer refer to these as ethanol waivers. You know, we're now talking about ethanol and biodiesel because we are a critical component and, quite frankly, one of the largest successes of the renewable fuel standard. He says the biofuels industry is unified and says the administration must restore the integrity of the RFS. Find more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.